0: I'm not completely enlightened, but I've surely come way ahead from where I started. From what I've noticed, people who can maintain focus, faith and persistence have a higher chance of succeeding than those who are easily distracted or swayed away. This is where developing a thick skin comes into play. There are many other things that come into play, but having a thick skin is one of them. I've been working on this for quite some time and the intention behind it is to make sure that I do not let external influences disturb my internal configuration. It's not a very simple topic. It's not even a destination. It's a journey. I have become better at it, but I still fall back, you know, time to time. From what I've been noticing... I think everyone has to fight their own battles daily so one cannot truly declare that I am completely immune to external influences but we should always discuss what is helping us move forward. Now why is this important and how is it connected to income and salaries? Because now that you are working and interacting with people who are not necessarily your friends and family you need to understand the importance of valuing your own attention and time A lot of people and things would demand your attention, emotion, time and energy. If you do not develop a thick skin, you will allow anyone and everyone to influence your mood and focus. There will be people who will try to demotivate you or instill some sort of negativity. And if you're not careful with external influences, you will often allow contradictory information enter your mind. When that happens, you will disturb your state of flow, which will eventually affect your output, which would in the end affect your income. Therefore, if you want to maintain a strong state of flow that allows you to work properly and generate a strong income, you need to make sure that your foundations are strong, that our beliefs are positive, and all of us recognize the power of our environment and inner strength. It'll be a quick episode because I won't be talking about facts or tricks. This episode is very subjective. Everyone has their own model of reality. So I would recommend you to hear this episode with an open mind. But in the end, pick what is compatible with your current situation and build your own reality. Do not blindly believe or agree with what I say. Think about it and apply what suits to you. So, with that being said, let's get started. This is Anshmera, and you are listening to episode 15, season 2 of Take It Easy. Two kinds of improvements are there, okay? On the external side and on the internal side. Let's cover the external side first. Tip number one, restrict or avoid spending time with people who don't make you feel at ease. If you cannot completely avoid that person, maybe because of circumstances or some environment thing, then start adding humor to all the negative interactions you have with them. If you cannot verbally speak humorously because you will risk offending that person, Uh, Then introduce the humor in your own thoughts. But do not let negative people shake your state of mind. Do not spend too much time thinking how someone can this be negative or toxic because that just allows you to affect your conscience even after that person has left the premises. There is no use in fighting or offending or throwing some sort of like a negative remark because it just allows that person to stay in your head for a longer period of time. Now, this is slightly tough, because when you consistently interact with people who are just weird, you will be tempted to think about them even after they go. That's all right. But try to limit those thoughts. Okay, you don't need to stop thinking about them, but limit those thoughts. Like, Just try to build this habit, because analyzing their flaws will not help you grow or make money. What I do is that when I meet someone who is not necessarily very sweet, I take it as an opportunity for myself to just learn how to handle people. I truly recognize the value of communication, the art of managing different kinds of people, because in our entire life, we will meet people with varying priorities and different personalities and contrasting views. But because we want to build our empire in the same environment, we can't run away from this environment, right? This is our society and if we end up meeting with people who are very difficult we can't just quit so we must get good at establishing harmony with all kinds of people because this is where we want to succeed right this is where you want to generate your source of income don't be afraid don't get intimidated learn the technique behind handling all kinds of difficult people and every time you interact with a difficult person avoid taking things personally Now, you can do that by reading many books, watching YouTube videos. There are so many sources on the internet. We have no excuse for this. But uh, just to develop this habit will help you a lot. Because in most circumstances, the person that you think is very difficult is actually just being himself. He is not like that just for you. He is probably the same for many others. Even if he is like this just to you, resist the temptation of visualizing yourself as the victim visualize it as an opportunity to level up now this is what i've been doing and sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't and you know it's it's very tricky to be honest and even i lose my patience and feel pain but i go back and remind myself that seeing things as obstacles would limit my imagination but recognizing the opportunity behind everything that's happening to me right now that would add to growing possibilities. This gets a little tricky because in my case, I can genuinely feel a change in my chemistry, like in my body chemistry, when I am with people who I know are trying to put up a front or who I know are trying to behave in a difficult way or have a different agenda, which is not clearly visible. I actually get headaches or chest pains in my body, I can see changes in my body when I'm dealing with such people, call it sensitivity or what, I just think I have this compass inside of me, some sort of a spiritual indicator that instantly tells me that I'm not where I'm supposed to be, that I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do, that I'm not interacting with the right person. Sometimes even when I am unaware consciously, my body gets uneasy. And I just know that something is not right. Because There are days when you're trying super hard to make things work and to make ends meet but your intuition knows that you deserve better. Therefore regularly spend time with yourself to check if your mind and body is at ease. I'm not sure if the grammar was right in that sentence but you get the point. Sometimes even I'm not aware of my body you know my body is not feeling at ease but I'm like no I have to do this and there's some sort of cognitive dissonance and I just close my eyes in such positions and I ask myself am I'm alright. I speak to my friends. I spend time with my parents or even Bruno or I do a little workout and in most cases I find myself recognizing what's wrong. Then I work on fixing that situation and it's not necessary to fix that situation then and there that I want like an instant solution in 10 days and 15 days. Sometimes things take time you know, and you have to pay that price in terms of effort or in terms of time. So you have to be patient about that. But you can only fix that problem once you recognize its presence. Now, it's not always the situation's fault. Sometimes, sometimes our own perception is skewed. And this is where self-awareness, facts and information come into play. The right facts and the right information. You have to try your best to see if your current situation is actually good for you or not. And you can only decide this, you can correctly judge your current circumstance and the opportunity behind it and to put a tag on it, whether this is positive or negative, only if you have enough information, practical wisdom and self-awareness. And this compounds with time. This doesn't happen very instantly. And I have also seen myself, you know, it is, it has been compounding with time to time. And I know for a fact that 10-15 years from now, I will be in a much better place right now. I also struggle, but I know that it will compound with time. So you have to have that faith in yourself that whatever that I'm doing, whatever experiences that I'm getting are going to compound with time. And we will talk about this in a separate episode. I've kept that aside, the entire concept of compounding. But yeah, I regularly do things that I know will look a little weird to other people. You can ask my friends. I genuinely try to be myself, even in places where I find many other people build a front. Now, there are different approaches to this. And I do all of this without hurting anyone or without offending anyone. Uh, But yeah, there are some social settings where even I maintain a very calm and a poised and a, a, a choreographed personality. And it's very subtle and it's very thoughtful and we are truly ourselves only when we are with friends or our loved ones, right? Because you can't be yourself all the time. Because you have to maintain that professional sort of a vibe. So it's, it's like you have to spend some time in your entire day just being yourself. It is super important. Don't get lost into the, the rules and the settings that external influences have set for you. You have to spend some time being yourself, doing what you love without hurting or offending anyone else. And this habit of doing things on my own terms has actually allowed me to achieve many other things in life because I've taken decisions that were primarily considered very risky or difficult, but in the end, I still got the success that I wished for. Now, I'm not a business tycoon or something, you know, but in my own race, if I compare myself with others, I know that I have taken new routes from time to time, even when my surroundings were very doubtful about them. And I have started a few things and I have quit them also very quickly. I mean, I have followed, in most cases, I have followed what my heart told me to do. And I do not regret that. And uh, please note that I have also failed the same number of times. You know, I have succeeded in these new routes because I had the right information, the right approach, a bit of luck and faith, but I have also failed the same number of times. And uh, even though I have failed, I do not have any regrets. it, It begins with small stuff, you know. I don't know if you've ever seen me in person, but you would always find me wearing very flashy and very random clothes, even in public. And I don't do it for attention. I just feel like there is so much energy in me that I want my clothing to reflect and match that energy level. And I know people will not get it, but I still do it happily. And you know what? When you do it because you like it, you carry it well. And eventually even other people start appreciating it because it shows. I'm not even kidding. It shows on your face. It shows in your eyes. If you're comfortable and happy with what you're doing, it shows when you're faking it. No matter how smooth you are, no matter how good your presentations are, or no matter what you're wearing, how smooth you are, how good your oratory skills are, Human beings have a very strong intuition. They might be influenced by you for a short period of time. But on the inside, they know that you're trying to put up a front. You're trying to do something which is not very real. But yeah, that's a separate topic. Uh, One more thing. Start doing things with care. You know, behavior spreads in very subtle ways. If you do a few things very well, you will eventually start doing other things properly too. And I've seen this happen. If I take care of my body, my bed, my table, my workplace, even my desktop on the computer and do it like really properly with the intention to actually focus and improve even the slight details, I end up doing the same kind of detailed work even in my professional life and even in my personal life. And yeah, even in the professional aspect, I try to do everything in the best way possible. Even if I have to write a mere email or even if I'm on a conference call, if I have to listen, if I have to question anything, you know, even for a small interaction, I would do it in the best way possible. But I don't do it all the time because even I get tired, right? Even I am a human being. So it's not like I do everything perfectly 24-7. But there's always this intention. I am trying to include this practice in my day-to-day life and I am seeing good results with it. So yeah, I... Even if I have to do something very small, I try to do it properly. And my mentor and one of my inspirations, Saptarshi Prakash, who's a fabulous designer, by the way, he has a very good YouTube channel as well, check it out, also taught me the same thing. Now, he never said it explicitly. He never came and said that you should do this, you should do that, because he was doing things and I was noticing him while he was working. So everything that he would do, whether it was sending an email or making an Instagram story, or designing something, or even speaking for 2-3 minutes, he would have a lot of thought and detail behind it, you know? And it would just make me wonder. And he would actually think and iterate upon it and spend good enough time to make it very good. Even though a lot of people will not notice it, even if people are not recognizing it, he would do everything very well. Then I started to notice the same pattern in other successful brands and big hotels and successful movies and shows. And I realized that when you think and truly, truly focus on the details, even for stuff that is not directly connected to your output, you know, even if there are distant things that you may think may not affect, they're actually affecting. Everything is connected. And we've spoken about this before that everything is affecting each other. It's like this huge cosmos of energy. And, uh, yeah, I think you end up adding a lot of emotion and intention into the tiniest of things and doing things properly is really satisfying. Like you, you must have felt this, right? You feel really good after doing something neatly and properly and better than what is ordinary. And once you start doing this again and again, it soon spreads to almost everything that you do. Now we come to internal changes. Okay. And we're going to go a little deep. You will not be able to convince someone to pay you a lot of money unless you think you deserve it. Not even, you should not even think, you should believe that you deserve to get it. Of course, there is skill, there is persistence, being at the right time and at the right place. But at the base of all this effort, you need to truly wish and believe that you deserve to get a happy life. You actually deserve it and you will get it. And there are many people who limit their potential because they think they are different from someone who is very successful. Maybe that successful person is by nature super confident or super intelligent. But there is one thing that we really need to recognize. Confidence, faith, beliefs, perception, all of these are heavily influenced from memory memory of past experiences memory is material it is built through personal experiences through environmental influences if you see a person who is super confident super lively no fears at all it's not because he is made from a different material than you his experiences as a human being shaped his perception And those experiences, those perceptions build certain memories. And now his personality, that confidence, is arising from those good memories. Your personality is also being influenced by your own perceptions, which are in turn influenced by all the memories you've had as a child. But the core material for you and that extremely successful, confident person is the same. If you go really deep... Both of you are built from the same fabric. Of course, there are biological differences and there, is a, there are different sources of information that led you and that successful person on different routes. But what I'm talking about is the essence of life. Both of you have the same fuel running. So even though we are all different in many ways, the energy that runs our body is still the same. Almost the same, not completely same, but almost the same. Once you recognize this unity, you will never feel that anything is very difficult to achieve or anything is supremely impossible because now you understand that you can do a lot of things if you have the correct information, guidance, perception and wisdom. Provided that you're willing to pay the price for it. They, see, there are many ingredients from what I'm understanding. There are many things at roll. I can't just say that do these four or five things and you will become successful. It's not that easy. But yeah, at least recognizing the fact that confidence and faith and belief and self-talk is super important is at least step one in a direction that will eventually help us all. If you're not surrounded by like-minded people, then get books and listen to podcasts. But books also have their limitations, even podcasts have their own limitations. And I've spoken about this before as well, that most of the books that I read, actually reaffirm or just make me go deep into what I truly believe. Like that one nugget of wisdom is already there in my subconscious. But now that I'm reading it aloud, now that I'm actually listening and reading a story where the same experiences are happening, I I then feel more confident about what I believe. Right? Because (laughs) I, I truly believe because there, are, there have been some books that I am rereading now. I have made like a conscious decision of not buying too many new books and actually just rereading the books that I've read before. And I can now see more things in between the lines that I had completely ignored before. Like maybe a year ago, I was reading a specific book and I couldn't see all those tiny, tiny nuances or lessons because I underline important things in a book. And I see myself underlining a lot of things, but not underlining majority of things that I value today. So now I'm again underlining new, new things. And I think if I read the book again and again and again, I would find more and more things. But almost all the books that I love have actually reminded me or reaffirmed my own beliefs because you finally hear someone else talking about similar experiences and you can connect to what that writer is saying from your own personal realizations and experiences. Now, there are some books that actually open your mind and they introduce new beliefs and new thoughts. Uh Yeah, that is also there. But if you read hundreds of books, but you do not have any strong practical real experiences, then you just keep on consuming stuff as if you're just listening to someone talk. But when you spend equal amount of time with yourself, equal amount of time learning from your own surroundings and past, you end up connecting dots that traverse not only the stuff you read from books, but also from your own wisdom. Now you are relating to that and you are reinforcing your own wisdom from your own experiences. And those experiences have a lot of emotion attached to them. So the lessons that you learn from your own lives, have a lot of emotion attached to them, and they stick with you for the longer time. So that is super important. I know that books and podcasts are super important. But now that you are growing up and living and building your own model of reality, you have to learn from your own experiences as well. And I would strongly recommend you to reread the books that you love. And you will realize that you are soon recognizing new new things from the same pages that you've read before and it's very fascinating (laughs) so yes i'll stop this right here i've reached more than 21 minutes because i want you to think about what i've said i have a lot to share i haven't even touched many topics but yeah i think i've shared enough to at least get the wheels rolling if you like this episode do share it on instagram as your story and tag me on at the rate anshmehra.png because i'm aiming to reach 100k starts By the end of this year, starts mean that a person has at least played this episode, not completed it, but at least played this episode once. So I am at 70k starts. So we are pretty close. I need 30k more and I think it is achievable. But I want to reach more people, but I can only do that if you help me share this online. So I hope you have an amazing life ahead. This was Ansh and you were listening to episode 15, season 2 of Take It Easy.